Welcome to Twisted Reality. A casino in midday, 2042. In this casino, we see a man, blue jeans and white tee, standing over a craps table. Each roll, the crowd gets bigger. Each roll, the dice get heavy. He rubs them in his hand one more time. Come on, lady luck. The dice hit the table. The crowd erupts. As two stocky gentlemen stand beside him. Suits and ties. We're here to escort you to your money. As they walk with him, they slowly exit the building. Eyes open, deep breath, and awaken to a place unknown. The man hits the road, bloody, bruised, and battered. He takes a breath, but feels nothing but ice in his soul. He stands to see a town alongside an endless road. He turns to see that same road cloaked in mist. He shrugs, then walks in. No sight walks out to the same site of houses from the 60s. He begins to march down that road. With each step, we see each breath. From cold to icy it went as he made his ascent. He made it to a flight of stairs that led to the sky. Really? Stairs? He stepped up on that frosty step. <gasps> He struggles for breath. His knees, they give in. They can no longer hold that weight. He hits the road. Guess I'm finally out of luck. His eyes lose their soul. Then, a voice echoes in his head. How pitiful you truly are, relying on something as simple as a luck to save your life. I expected more. The man pops up off the ground with a newfound fire and pushes on up those stairs, wobbling from left to right. He makes it to two doors, push, no knock, as he falls in, lights out. You've done this whole little show just to prove me wrong. When death's right behind you, you look for pretty much anything to help. Voice in the head or not. Motivation. Should I be honored? I don't know, but I know you don't like luck too much. Yes, yes. The man who loves Lady Luck. You can say me and Lady Luck are very, very close. Then why do you stand before me? The reason I'm in front of you? I'd say either fate or the cards. You are a very interesting one, yes. So, what are you? You can call me Alistair. I'm something like a spirit. Something like one, huh? By any chance, is my life in your hands now? You can say that, yes. And I'm guessing there's a price. Such is everything in this world. See, 
I would like to know the game we're playing first before I decide to put my chips in. So, what's in it for you? I would simply like to leave this place. So you want to leave your own little prison? I think my rehabilitation is done now. Well, I guess I don't have much of a choice. Screw me and I kill you. I guess we have an agreement to them. He wakes up in a room built for a king. He sits up, no wounds, no scars, but he looks to his hand to see a stone, fragile. With one squeeze, the room fills with a purple light. Then there's a knock at the door. A person walks in with a bald head and monk robes that were gold and purple. Ah, you're awake. Uh, where am I? This is my father's monastery. And may I ask who you are? Uh, yeah. I'm Holiday. My name is Quinn. And I do really wonder, who did you make so mad that they sent you here? What, am I dead? No, you're not dead. How long have I been asleep? Well, in outside terms, about six months. What do you mean, outside terms? This town was cursed by a spirit known by the name Alistair, the spirit of chaos. Once the cops turned on each other, we came, the monks of order. We found Alistair, then we summoned his worst enemy, Marshall, the spirit of order, in hopes of stalling Alistair so we could seal him away. And then? Then we fell into his plan. He sealed the entire town in a bubble of time. So I'm stuck here. Well, hopefully not for long. I've never been more confused in my life. It does make sense you wouldn't know. I bet you haven't even noticed your arm yet. The man looks to his arm to see five rings, gothic in design swirling, ticking. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Now you must form a contract with chaos. And he will try to kill you. What if I choose not to and just find the other stone? Oh great, you know where the other stone is. You know what? I don't like you. Why do I think there's a but? Oh yeah, I really don't like you. But, I have no idea what's going on, really. The world is full of spirits. And if you lose to these spirits, you lose your soul, your body, and everything in between. You keep saying lose and might die. I don't know how to fight. I play cards, and I'm good at that. Then let's hope luck is on our side. With gambling, she's on my side. With this, I have no idea. Well, since you're awake, that means that he waited for you to heal your body. So now he's gonna attempt to take it. So you might not have long to talk. But before you go, the man closes his eyes. He feels surrounded by water, cold, rippling. He opens his eyes to find himself standing on the water. A flash of purple light reveals a person, gray suit, purple trim, with the face 
with no features. Walking closer, another flash uncovers the face. A mirror image of Holiday with a scar on the cheek. Can't you see that look is taken? Do not get this confused. I dress far better than you. I wonder if the devil wears a suit. Is this what you think I am? You gotta admit, it kinda fits. I can assure you that I am not. Yeah, very convincing. It has been a long time since I've heard sarcasm directed towards myself. So, why me? Explain if you do not mind. Quinn looked too familiar with people coming in. So there's been plenty of people here. So why me? For what's more chaotic than a gambler, it's almost the perfect mix of chaos and order. So you're gonna try to kill me now or later? That's why the smart ones usually live. But not in this case. So I will give you something to even the odds. From the suit, a wooden rifle appears. With a grasp of the trigger, Holiday's rifle begins to glow. Symbols appear on the right and the left. A 21 to the side. The rings lift from the arm and form sight down the barrel. To answer your question from earlier, I'm more like a demon. 20. The shot flies by Alistair. 19. 18. 17. 16. Shot after shot, Alistair dodges them all, floating above the water. I am the spirit of chaos, and you are just a lonely human. Tell me, where is Lady Love now? Shot to the gut, down to a knee, pain in the ribs, no air to speak. Foot to the chest, puts Holiday on his spine. I told you to fight for your life, and this attempt is pitiful. 15. Takes Alistair at the knee. 14. Brings the spirit to its knee. You are the second person ever to make me upset. You should be proud, human. Chaos with a chin check put, puts Holiday on his spine. Stomp, stomp to the wrist. Hand feeling weak. Pocket feeling cold. Reach, reach in. Feel a stone. Flash. Of course it had to be you, Marshal. A brilliant gold flash of light shows a hand bound in gold and silver chains gripping Alistair by the neck. What did I do wrong, huh, Marshal? Ah, I gave an idea. The weak, they pursued it and sought after it until their death. The strong, they just ignored it. So what does that prove about mankind? What law did I break? Ah. You have broken the law of spirits, so I will sentence you to death by my hands. What emerges is a man that looks like Holiday, dressed for war, bound in chains of silver and gold. Marshall begins to squeeze before a soul hits its plexus, a foot to the chest. Marshall hits the ground. Loose grip, head low. Alistair's foot connects with the temple. Alistair reaches for the rifle, yet it remains. Holiday returns the pain with a hook to the brain. Marshall loads up a haymaker, a chest caver. Cracking Alistair to the back of his neck. Marshall stands 
as the chains hang from the hands. Alistair cracks his neck as the shadows move when he stands. His eyes turn from human to demonic, yet Marshall was unfazed in his march for judgment. The smoke floods in, but the light from the chains showed all. Alistair stands, wobbling from the left to the right, eyes cutting through the smoke. Marshall picks up the pace with rage on the face. The conflict begins. Rights and lefts, hooks and jabs, counters and blocks. As the fight goes on, a bare knuckle brawl. No victor, each exchange a detonation of pain, a bloodbath. So who will endure in this close quarters warfare? Come on, Lady Luck. 13, they both hit the water. Holiday wakes up in the room again. He sees Quen sitting across from him. He looks to his hands to see the rings. They all begin to move and become one, directly in the palm, a mixture of gold and purple. This feels like the worst hangover ever. Oh, you're awake. Yes, and my head hurts. Ahead of time, please forgive my suspicion, but whoever wins in the mind gains memory knowledge from the others. So I must ask you, what is chaos? Quinn reaches behind his back. That's simple. Chaos is order and order is chaos. Could you explain? Well, you can't have one without the other. Wherever there's order, there will be somebody who wants to cause a little mayhem. They're like two sides of the same coin. Well, I guess you did come out to the other side. You had doubts about me, really? You know what they say comes after luck. Why you gotta ruin my fun, Quinn? Well, because you're celebrating a little too soon. I just defeated myself twice. I have won. You've won the opening battle. Now, shall we go see your work? Holiday and Quinn begin to leave the room, walking down a long spiral staircase. Before they make it to two doors, they push them open to see people on the street, about a hundred, as they walk to the end of the road, to see the fog slowly floating away, to see nothing but a desolate wasteland of sand with a sign at the front. The drive here wasn't that long, and I don't remember any deserts near me. It's funny you think we're still in your time. So we're not in my time then. No, we're not in your time or mine. So what's next? Well, let's go see what this says. Anomaly 330. Do not answer. Looks like we're in the distant future now. Is that supposed to be good or bad? It can be whatever you want it to be. It's a brand new start. I wasn't done with my last life. Well, I guess I should get the people ready. Time to start new lives, I guess. Yeah, a new life, huh? Didn't think about that part. Well, you better start thinking. I gotta go tell father. The person I've yet to meet. Well, once you're done sulking about getting a new life, come find me. Until then, enjoy the town. I wouldn't go too far. We don't know where we are. 
If everything in that dream was real, I should be fine. Quinn began to walk back to the town as Holiday stared off into the sand. The sand began to swirl as Alistair formed and began to walk towards Holiday and stopped before stepping on the road. So luck saved you in the end. Why don't I feel like I won? What do you mean? Isn't it about time you dropped the act? What do you mean, act? And you could have killed me, but you didn't. Why? Marshall is a man of order and nothing but that. An order without revision. And why should I trust the man that tried to kill me? I have never lied to you. And why should I believe you? Motivation is a very, very powerful weapon for humans. Especially when it's manipulated just right. And what about the fight to the death part? Marshall wouldn't arrive for anything less. So why make the bubble? Why trap everybody in time? You can say my mind was ahead of its time. So I challenged time itself. Also, thank you for the ride to the future. So you set me up. I set you up for success. So did you plan for everything? Your arrival was not part of my plan. Then who did? Your arrival here was from a power beyond my own. Which brings me back to the main point. Why not kill me? To be smart, you must know your own flaws and weaknesses. I could not defeat Marshall on my own. So you used me? Yes, I did. But did I not also save you? <sighs> Fine. So, what's next anyway? Into the unknown, partner. Holiday points his finger at Alistair. Bang! Alistair floats away in the wind. End of episode one.